Hello and welcome to the May 3rd edition of the Fantasyland Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shorten. Um, bit of an update on the finals campaign for me. So, as you know, I started the season in seven leagues. Last week, I got knocked out of the Dynasty Keeper League. So, that leaves me with six um, at the start of the day in finals for each of those, which is which is great. Pretty happy with that. Uh, but to end the day, I will be... Winning three, drawing two, and losing one. Out of those draws, I should progress in... So out of the two draws, I should progress in one, but I won't in the other. It's going to come down to the tiebreakers and the seeding. Um, I, I might have got it wrong. I might have misinterpreted, and I could be going home in both, or I could be making through in both, but I'm fairly sure it is a one-and-one um, one situation for each of those leagues. So the um, the one of the ones that I'm making it through, it's a 10-man... Um, it's a 10-man, eight-category, sorry, 10-man, nine-category league, four of which make finals for that. So it's two-week first final, two-week for the grand final. So I made it through on that one, 5-4. Uh, just scraped through with steals and turnovers in the end, but made it through nonetheless. Two podcast leagues, so there's three rounds of finals in that one week of each. So through to the next round in both of those, one of which will be the draw. For anyone interested in those leagues, I will be um, I'll be kind of seeding the finalists from this year in the two divisions or in the two leagues into a Division A, and then they're all going to compete for a trophy, and then obviously the lower ones in that will drop down to the Division Two. The other ones will get promoted into Division um, A and so on and so forth as it goes, similar to the Premier League. So going to have like a live draft, going to have um, plenty of banter, going to have a trophy to get people's names engraved on it whenever you win and tossing up the idea of whether or not I'll um, front up the money for a like a championship winning ring that I'll just send out to whoever wins. So whether or not you're in the States, if you're here in Australia, UK, I don't know, somewhere else, then I'll get it all sent out to you wherever you are in the world. So throwing up that idea, I'll... Uh, go through more of it in the off-season, but if you are keen, then you'll see plenty of that on Twitter and on Instagram at MarkFantasyLand. 20-team league that I'm in, another one. It's an eight-category league, which I drew five, five, and one. My opponent is the highest seed, so there's chatter on the on the group chat at the moment, but I don't think I'm going to make it through with that, which is a bit disappointing. Um, in a work league I'm in, I mentioned last week I was bent over the barrel, oh, and I only needed four out of the eight categories to promote myself into the grand final but I mean field goal was was mine for the taking for the for the entire week which I, I was able to do free throw however was tight for an extremely long time that's the one that got me done in the end I very very nearly got it done Malachi Flynn all I needed him to do was go to the line three times or go to the line once on a three-point attempt, make three from three. That's all he needed to do, and I would have made it through by winning that category. But obviously, that was a bit too much for him to ask, given that he did bugger all in the game today. So didn't make it through in that one. And then the other one is the Yahoo League, which I won quite comfortably, but I don't really care about that as much. Um, so overall, not exactly happy. Could have been an amazing day. It was stressful. It was a, an anxious morning nonetheless. But yeah, not a, not a great result. Oh progress in what I'll progress in in four of those still hoping to to win at least two hopefully three of those but yeah disappointing disappointing um before I get cracking on the waiver pickups and the scheduling for this week 
please hit the follow button. Please hit the subscribe button. There's going to be plenty of good stuff as we end the year and then in the off-season. So the schedule for this week, the main ones that I'm going to be looking at and the ones that I think you guys should also also be looking at as well is Detroit. Detroit are going to rest their old guys. We know that. They play five games this week. They've got a back-to-back to start. They've got a back-to-back to end. So have a look at those guys. They're heavily featured in the players that I'm about to list. And then Golden State and New Orleans have a doubleheader to start the week as well, especially with finals, whether you've got limited acquisitions or you've got one per day or an average of one per day, seven for the week, then you want to maximize those picks. So using doubleheaders and using the back-to-backs, they are three in three and four days, that sort of stuff is absolutely paramount to making sure that you're going to win your week. I can say that because one of the weeks, so that five, five, and one, I didn't maximize my waivers. I only played three out of the five and I got done by 20 points. And I think it was about four assists in the end. So if I hadn't, if I had have listened to my own advice and I'm beating myself up for it, dumb, it's a rookie error. If I had have listened to my own advice, I would have made it through in that. So pretty disappointing, but we are we're here now. I can only learn from my mistakes and you guys can learn from my mistakes as well. So make sure you use your waivers. You may not think you need to. I thought I was cruising there. You may not think you need to. You may be holding somebody like a JJJ who's only going to play 60% of the games for the rest of the season at most. You can make that numbers up off the waivers. So listen to me when I say play waivers. It could cost you like it did me this week. So on to the, the players. So the number one, I've been harping on about him for a long, long time. He's 36.6% owned in ESPN leagues. He's somebody that I think should be owned absolutely everywhere. I it, it perplexes me that he's not owned in more places. We know that Detroit are resting their old guys, and he's going to get massive, massive usage. He's going to get 25 to 30 minutes per night. It's Isaiah Stewart. So Isaiah Stewart, over the last two weeks, has gone for... Just shy of a double-double, so 12.5 points, 9.5 rebounds. He's gone just under a steal per game. He's gone at 2.4 blocks per game. That is league-winning stuff. 57% from the field, 83% from the line, half a three, half an assist. Doesn't really turn the ball over all that much either. Like they're, They've got a stacked schedule this week. So if you're going to pick up anybody, it needs to be Isaiah Stewart. Drop JJJ for Isaiah Stewart if you need to. Drop, I mean, you see Stephen Adams is owned in so many places. You see Mason Plumley still owned in a lot of places. Like, get rid of those guys and pick up Isaiah Stewart. He is somebody that you need to own down the stretch. He's going to get minutes. Detroit are rubbish. They don't really care that they're rubbish. Pick up Isaiah Stewart because he's going to win your leagues. Doesn't hurt you at the line. So, if you're a guard team and you're like, I don't need blocks or I don't need rebounds, you do unless you're dynamite in those categories. Isaiah Stewart is a is a center who's not going to go to the line and get you one of four or none of three. Like he's going to be someone who gets there and he's going to he's only going to get there two times a game, but he's going to make both. So if he gets there, what, over the five five days, he gets there twice a game, it's ten shots for the week, he's going to miss one or two at most of that based on his averages. So Isaiah Stewart, pick him up, watch him play. He's great to watch and he will win you leagues. So just get him and let him do what he does best. The other one I've got 21 point, sorry, 21% 
owned is Sadiq Bay over that same two-week period. He's also going at 13 points per game. He's going to get a steal, half a block, 2.8 triples per game. But he's putting up a hell of a lot of shots. 34% from the field, 3.6 attempts at the line, going at 80%. So if you can deal with a tanking in field goal percentage and you need a boost in scoring, Shadiq Bay is the man that you want for that. He is... Look, he's he's second on my list to Isaiah Stewart for a reason. I think that Stewart is the man to get this week. I'm not going to keep going on about him because I've still got another four players to go here. But Shadiq Bay, he's going to get you a lot of triples. He's going to get you six and a half rebounds per game. He's not really going to get you much else. He might chip in for a, a steal. Um, he's going to get you some games where he goes absolutely berserk. He's playing 30, 31 minutes a night. So the usage is going to be there, especially because they're not playing your Jeremy Grants anymore. They're sitting him enough to lose games and playing him enough that they don't get fined. So Shadiq Bay is someone who is going to have a great end of the year. Killian Hayes, he's the last of the Detroit guys that I've got on here. Similar to Shadiq Bay, he is going to hurt you from the field. He's going to hurt you from turning the ball over a lot. But over the last two weeks, he's been getting nearly seven assists per game and 1.5 steals per game. Killian Hayes has not been a massive stealer throughout the year. So if that comes off a little bit, then that is probably not overly surprising. And if you're in a nine-category league, maybe look elsewhere because he's going to absolutely tank your turnovers really, really hard like rookies are going to do. Like that's that's what they do. Next year, he's going to be high on my list because he's just going to have a bit more nous. He's going to be at one with his team a bit more and he's going to have absolutely rocked out in the in the offseason. So I would be having a look at Shadiq Bay. Sorry, I'd be having a look at Killian Hayes as well. Kent Bazemore is the next player that I absolutely love. We know that Kelly Oubre is injured. We don't know how much time he's going to miss with that. We know he's going to miss at least the first day of the week, potentially even the second. And Kent Bazemore has pretty much just been the guy to fill in for that void. So over the last two weeks, he has been going at 11 points per game, just under a block per game, two triples, nearly seven rebounds. But the ridiculous fact and the ridiculous number you need to look at is the steals. He's going at 2.4 steals per game over the last two weeks. If that's not enough for you, then you need to look no further than what your matchup was for this week. I guarantee you that it would have been close and that you need somebody like Kent Bazemore to bolster you for the the first two days of the week. As I said, Golden State have got the back-to-back. You just need to put him in for the one day, use one waiver for him. You could end up with four, five, six steals out of the guy and start your week really, really well. In a a one-week finals format, that can make a huge difference. Two weeks, you have a bit more time to recover or alternatively, you set a really big gap for your opponent. So have a look at Kent Bazemore. He's not going to do much else other than scoring triples and stealing the ball. But while Kelly Oubre is out, he's somebody that I think is a must-start player in all formats. And finally, Willie Hernan Gomez. Now, he doesn't do much outside of scoring and rebounds, 
but he doesn't really hurt you anywhere either. He's going to be really good for your field goal percentage. He's strong from the line. And while Stephen Adams is out, he's going to get the lion's share of the of the work. So 11 points, just under 10 rebounds per game, steal and a half, half a block, 63% from the field and 83% from the line on three shots per game. Now, he's only in 3.3% of leagues, but if you are worried about your opponent and you need to get your your boards or your, your points or your field goal started right from day dot for the, for the finals, then I would be looking at Willie Hernan Gomez as somebody that has got – look, his upside isn't huge, but his downside isn't huge either. So he's going to be pretty consistent with starts throughout the year. He has produced numbers. He's produced scoring. He's produced um, rebounds, and he's just going to get it done. So most recent game against Minnesota, 12-12 and 12 with a steal. Before that against OKC, 13-10 and 10 with two steals and a block. A couple of games before that, 12-10 and 10 with three steals and a block. Like he, when he gets minutes in the upper 20s, lower 30s, he's going to get you a double-double at minimum. More than that, he's going to get you a steal. He's going to get you a block. So I really like him while Stephen Adams is out. He is somebody that, as I said, not going to hurt you anywhere, somebody that you should really, really look at. To summarize, though, Isaiah Stewart, the man to get this week. Kent Bazemore, I really like him as a streamer for the first two days. Then you can move on and play your matchups from there. Outside of that, make sure you're playing your waivers. I cannot stress to you enough how much you should play your waivers because I've been harping on about it all year. It's probably one of the reoccurring themes to the podcast, and I went against my own judgment, got ahead of myself, thought I was home, and it came back and bit me. So cost me a week. To, a week I put in 50, uh, a league I put in 50 bucks to, to join, and it's probably cost me about three or 400 bucks as well. So if that's any incentive for you, play your waivers. You need them more than you realize. Outside of that, good luck. If you need anything, hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Fantasyland. Until next time, hopefully you guys get the win this week. And don't forget to rate and subscribe.